0: He's Howard Ibach, a former copywriter and creative director and the author of two books on the creative brief.
1: And he's Henry Gomez, an ad agency strategist with over 27 years of experience. Together, he and I are the Brief Brothers. We love talking about creative briefs, briefing, and advertising. We're back for another episode, Henry. And today, I'm going to take advantage of uh, having been tagged on LinkedIn by a former student of mine who... Clued me into a discussion by some creatives, and let me just show you the post, and it is the basis for our topic today, which essentially is what is the role of creatives in not just the creative brief, but what the creative brief is meant to ask of us. So let me just show you what I what I came across. This is the this is the post that my my young friend Harrison Gibbons tagged me on. It's Stuff about advertising, there are a number of followers, and there are some creatives who are are involved in this particular, or this group, and on this post, it says creatives love to complain about creative briefs, and here are a list of things that this particular poster wanted to complain about. Well, first of all, I think this is great that creatives are speaking up, stepping up and speaking up about the creative brief and speaking what they think needs to be done and to make the briefs better. That's awesome. That's important. But as I was reading through the points that this particular creator was making, I stopped on this one here. It says, tell me the deliverables first. The super detailed list of deliverables can can come later in the brief, but I want some context before we dive into the information. Without that setup, I'm going to be thinking about videos and out-of-home ideas as you're going through the brief. And then at the end, you'll tell me we're doing only one social post. All right, that's an interesting point. But I think on a larger point, this is something that I think is very predictable. When I do my workshops and I show examples of great briefs, I show the Hulu brief that you wrote, that we wrote, that you, we did together, but you wrote it for a series of episodes we did last year. And I show the Kiwi brief and I show a bunch of other briefs. And I set these up as being examples of great briefs. And what they have in common is none of them list deliverables, not one. Sometimes they'll say, we just want the big idea. The Hulu brief said, we, we want a whole brand campaign. And that sometimes intimates what the deliverables are. But my argument is this, and it comes down to four words. Idea first, tactic second. Now, there, there is an exception to that, but let me just make my point. It's not only the creative's responsibility to be part of the brief and to contribute to the brief so that it's not a surprise during the during the creative briefing. But the creative should go further and say, let me come up with an idea and then I can recommend some best tactics that will go with this idea. Now, sometimes, as I said, there's an exception. If we do a lot of above the line advertising, media has to be purchased in advance. If you do a lot of TV, if you do you know paid digital, Sometimes you got to buy that well in advance and you don't have any control over that. But that does not mean that there are other things that a creative can recommend that the tactic reflects the idea. So my argument here is creatives need to take a more active role in deciding what could be a great tactic for the idea they come up with. Don't wait for those tactics to be presented to you. Don't allow them to just be presented to you get involved and make a recommendation. And I think that'll have a, a huge impact on the outcome of the campaign. What do you think, Henry?
0: I think you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I think every situation is different, okay? When we did the Hulu brief, we were looking at it as if it were a pitch. Mm-hmm. And when you have a pitch, things are much more wide open. I mean, you mentioned the example of when media is bought in advance. That's not just a sometimes example. That's the majority of the time. When you're working actively with a client from year to year, the media choices have been determined before even the strategist sits down to write the brief for the assignment. So some of those pieces of the puzzle have already been put in place. Um, so, you know, if the client needs six second, uh, you know, pre-roll videos for YouTube, because that's what they bought, I got to tell the creatives, that's what we're doing. Otherwise they're going to spend time coming up with stuff that isn't part of the plan. That doesn't mean that if they don't, if they come up with something that isn't a six second video that they can't present that. In addition to doing what we call the homework, right, which what we were assigned to do, the six second video in this example, doesn't mean that they can't come up with something else. But the truth is, a lot of times we know already what what we're going to have to do. To me, the interesting thing about this post is, and you kind of glossed over it, that the post assumes that there's going to be deliverables on the brief. What's interesting about it is that they're saying psychologically it's better to say what those deliverables are up front so that as I'm listening to the brief and digesting the brief, I'm doing it in the context of what those deliverables are going to be so that it's not a detour at the end. It's like, oh, yeah, but you got to do all that in a six second video.
1: Well, and hang on, I, Henry. Hang on, though. Say, if 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 creatives are doing what you do with your creatives, which is to advise them in advance, that shouldn't be a surprise. That shouldn't be announced at the at the kickoff. That should be known in advance.
0: Well, and that's uh, that's but, what I but think. I, but but I suggest. don't I don't I share my brief with the creative director or someone the creative director appoints to be his lieutenant on this assignment. I'm not I don't share it with the entire team of creative. Some of our assignments our whole creative department is going to work on. And I don't share and I get input on my brief from 14 people. I get I, understand. I, I, I get the feedback from the creative director or the or or the person he assigns or sometimes both. Um so the point is I think and I had never thought of this, and so I give the author of this credit, I never thought of as the recipient of the brief when there is already kind of an expected deliverable because the client has bought it or, uh, you know, sometimes you have a brand idea and that idea already exists. You just need new tactics to execute it in, and we know what those are going to be. I think the interesting thing here is the psychology of a creative as they're taking in their briefing information changes when they know what they need to create towards rather than leaving it to the end of the brief, especially in my case, because I um, present the briefs sequentially on a PowerPoint so that they don't go right to the single-minded proposition and, and start (laughs) thinking before I can kind of uh, unveil the story. So I think at least hinting toward what the, the specific deliverables are going to be uh, could help, and I and I this is actually something that made me think, it made me kind of change my mind a little bit, but I just think that for you know cases where um, we don't know what the deliverables are going to be tend to be fewer than cases where we do know as an agency what the deliverables are going to be. Uh, you know, in a pitch situation, the client briefs us and says, we want a totally new brand campaign, which signifies a new idea. Those things kind of have a lot fewer constraints. Right. And so depend the message can dictate the medium sometimes, but there's also the other part of it, which is, um, the target dictates the medium, right? Like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, reaching uh, wealthy boomers, you might still buy a newspaper where, you know, reaching uh, 18 to 24 year olds, you would never buy a newspaper. So I think all of those things kind of have to come together in terms of making media recommendations and, and knowing like, okay what specific units we're going to buy in those because even for example let's say we're let's say we go back 30 years when newspapers were really still a big thing you know it's one thing to say we're going to have a full page and it's another thing to say we're going to have a business card ad right like how you treat that creatively and that doesn't mean that a business card ad is inferior to you could do something super creative with a business card size ad but it's going to be tailored to that medium because we know we can only afford that, or we're we're going to buy a series of these uh, business card ads, size ads. So I don't know. I, I I think it's a good provocation is a word I hear a lot lately in strategist circles, and it's a good word. I'm not I'm not big on jargon and industry jargon, but I think as a strategist, a lot of times um provocations are good because they make you think and i think that this one was a good provocation
1: yeah and and, you know i did a recent training and you know for a very large brand that you'd recognize when i was doing some training for the ana um and i i brought up this point in the conversation and i was told to my surprise that their creative department plays a huge role in deciding what the deliverables are going to be in advance which is not common uh, in other words, the 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 decision about what the deliverables are is not baked into the to each assignment. There's a lot of, in other words, they don't do as much above the line kind of advertising. It's more digital, so there are some you know advanced purchases that they have to make, but there's a lot of other options that they have. So I, I was falling into my own bias, I had to admit, expecting them to tell me that they. Uh, don't have the, that they wait for the deliverables to, to be announced to them. And they say, no, 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 we we have a huge role. Our creatives have a huge role in deciding what those deliverables are. So call me a I, purist, call, call me, you know, maybe I'm not as plugged into to the world today as it, as it is. I still think the creatives should play a larger role in deciding what those deliverables are, where there are more opportunities to do that.
0: I think that, um, you know, there's, each, each client is different, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you have packaged goods companies like P&G, right? They have a lot of research. They've been doing this a long time. They know where their customers are. They're renewing that research constantly. They're working with their media agency partners uh, hand in hand. So, you know, at that point, the creative shop really, and it's true that, this has kind of been the evolution of of uh of advertising the creative shop becomes a creative vendor really you know fulfilling an order that is being asked of them and that's different than the mad men days right but mm-hmm. we're living in different times in the mad men days you had companies that were you know starting up and advertising for the first time, and and becoming brands like really was the consumerism in America was taking off, and brand was becoming important, and so it was a lot more of a wide open space, um, and and so your your media choices, um, a lot of times will be dictated by your creative choices. Uh, nowadays, we have so much segmentation um, the, the, the media is so fragmented. Um, you know, even if you're, for example, if you're going to buy TikTok, the format of the video that you produce is different than when you buy on Facebook, you know, that's not the same as with TV 30 years ago, right? Like, you know, TV had, you know, a four by three aspect ratio. Now it's, Mm whatever it is now, the, the, you know, the more letterbox style of, of, but you've made one commercial and it ran on all the networks. Now you make a video, you gotta, well, you gotta have a, a version for TikTok. You gotta have a version for Instagram. You gotta have a, a version for Facebook. So it's kind of important to know those things up, up front and, you know, what w- what you're going to be doing. And if, if you're not going to be using Instagram and Facebook and only TikTok, that kind of also affects things, right? Because, what people go to those media for and interact with them is different, even though they're similar platforms. So I think it's, it's just one of those things that there's, there, there isn't a hard, there shouldn't be a hard and fast rule on whether deliverables need to be on the brief. I, I, I do though, I'll go back and say, I like the idea of, at least hinting at what the deliverables are up front as you set the context for the brief so that they're not in their own minds going off to do a TV production or an outdoor campaign when that's not never going to be in the cards. And we know it's never going to be in the cards. Yeah.
1: I I, I agree with you on that, on that much. Um, Although it is interesting that the briefs that I use to train do not discuss the deliverables, but that's because, we're not privy to what the briefing was so for example when we when we talked to sarah about the kiwi brief that was an outdoor campaign i was out of home i'm sure that was that was known in advance now that was the first time they'd done the campaign because they had just won the client uh but i've also used a creative a brief for a british agency a london agency that was doing uh promotional work for the 2003 british or Summer Olympics in England, in the, in the UK, for the BBC. So there's no doubt what the what the deliverables are going to be for the BBC. Everybody knows it's a, it's a broadcast and an internet company, so it's going to be TV, radio, and internet. There's no doubt about that. But I was struck by the brief because the brief simply said, we want the big idea. And that was in big, bold letters. We want the big idea. So I'm going to maintain my position that creatives should push back as often as they can. To have a say in what those deliverables are above and beyond what is going to be required of them, because that's our job and it's an opportunity to make a contribution. Uh, But you make a fair point, as you always do, Henry. Good stuff, Henry.
0: Good stuff, Howard. He's Henry Gomez. And he's Howard Eibach. And together we're the Brief Brothers. Till next time. Bye-bye.